This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, great to have you with us here on this Thursday afternoon. Hope you'll join our conversation, whatever is on your mind, whatever direction you want to take it. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And our streets are safer today because they've uh, brought these drug, <laughs> these gun charges against Hunter Biden. But it made me think, and not that Hunter Biden shouldn't be prosecuted for breaking the, the this law or these laws, apparently. Or he's alleged to have break, broken them, hasn't been convicted yet, he's being charged. But maybe we should drug test everybody who buys a gun. I mean... Isn't that what the message is coming from here? I mean, he bought a weapon while he was a drug user. Um, I'm sure there are other drug users, people who seem to be upstanding but would lie on their form. I don't do drugs. That's never happened before. Somebody lying about whether they did something last night or last weekend that they shouldn't ought to been doing. Throwing that out there. But as always, whatever's on your mind, we want to hear from you here on KGMI Connects. Uh, Once again, our phone number, 360-676-5464. And now let's get started with our friend Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing all right. I think we should drug drug test people semi-regularly that uh, get government benefits, such as welfare. I think if you're going to get on the government dole, maybe they should drug test you. Why should we hand out money to addicted drug people. I'm sure some of them are. Most probably aren't, but some are. Meanwhile, I'm fine with the drug testing everybody all the time. Is drug because, testing just random yep. drug tests of the populace? Why not? Okay. Well, that, that might well, deter it. Wouldn't that help deter drug use and fix some of our overall problems with crime and social disorder and I guess uh, what would the uh, but what, would, what would the penalty be, though? I mean... Uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just to just if you're stop. Pe- well, the test- penalty would be cut your benefits. You don't you don't get the freebies if you're on drugs. Sorry. Well, what I mean, what would what, what do you mean? What the what I mean? Because there are a lot of people who aren't uh, getting uh, you know public benefits who do drugs. I mean, well, what, you I would mean, lose your you'd lose your car insurance. Maybe you'd lose your driver's license. Maybe you'd lose your home insurance. I mean, there's a lot of things that can be taken from people to make their life miserable. We're so dependent on so many things. I don't know. You but, know, if you didn't have your yeah, your auto insurance. I mean, I'm sure you'd be denied, denied auto insurance if you were tested positive for drugs. They're not going to insure you. Probably, yeah. But I, I mean, mean, that's one of the things. But is that yeah. is that all we you know? Is that how we control the populace? Then I mean, is by making no, people's lives no, miserable? But I, I mean, I can I can tell you how we control the populace. Uh, well, we control the water, and we control the land, and we control the people. If you have a five acre property, one acre. If you have a well, what was considered an exempt well is no longer really exempt. There's a there's the possibility of people now having to go to court to defend their right to use what is called an exempt well to fill the, your glass of water. So either you're going to pay lots of money or you're going to get you're not going to, you're going to lose the use of your water on rural lands. That's how you control people. You control the land, you control the water, and therefore you have absolute control of the people. Oh, okay. That that's how we're being controlled. But anyway, I want to talk about this drug dealer guy at the homeless camp. Okay. There was an article that recently come out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw it. Newsbreak had it. Uh, Walk the News had it. We reported that story. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So that guy is an illegal alien who had a criminal record in in Watson County going back to 2012. He was deported 
five, six years ago from Oregon or something. And then, of course, he's back. And I'm thinking, Majid thing, he's, I'm back. You know, here's this bad guy that's back. And that is a direct negative effect of our national problem here locally. An illegal alien running a drug thing at a homeless camp who shouldn't be here, but he is able to come back multiple times through our sieve of an open border where you can claim asylum and say a fake name, and they don't know you're saying a fake name because they're just taking you at your word. They don't know nothing about you. Okay. Do you know when he crossed the border? I don't know, but the article said that he was deported in 2016. So if he's caught here recently and alleged to have run this drug dealing thing for the homeless camp, that means he came back, Joe. I mean, that's logical deduction, isn't it? Well, sure. I mean, mean, so we got to, so there's a unique solution I heard about this border thing. Because all these people hmm. claim asylum, they get a court date five, six years in the future, which yeah. is not real. Which is if this guy was deported, he can't claim he's not claiming to asylum and being allowed in, in on an asylum claim. Well, we don't know, Joe. We don't know how he gets back or how he comes back, but he's coming back too easily. So Kennedy, who you don't like, had a neat idea to uh, he said immediate adjudication of asylum claims. In other words, have lots of judges at the border. You come over here illegally, you claim asylum, You will your case will be heard within two weeks. And I thought that was the best idea I had ever heard. Okay. Why not? That's fair and right, isn't it? If you have asylum, you deserve to have a case to see a judge and prove it or not prove it or whatever. And if that happened, if they had enough judges to take care of this on the spot, basically, half of those people would never come. Because we know, I'm very sure, that is an erroneous claim by most people. Okay. That's just a, a convenient and... So Kennedy went to the border a couple months ago, and the vast majority of people coming over the southern border are not from Central or South America, and that is a fact. These are people from all over the world, some of which are Chinese, okay. which is a little spooky because, you know, communist China and the weird sure. stuff that they do. Yeah, that's all, so, oh, yeah. Well, it, but what, a, what, a, but what people, a great idea. Okay. Just have judges right there to hear it. I sure, mean, that, okay, that like okay. Well, it it does sound like a good idea, but you're... But you have to remember, you're talking about an investment of millions and millions of dollars to have Joe, the you facilities love it, Joe. to, to you have. Love well, investing. You love it. It's your favorite thing. Well, Rich, what what, what are we going to get? We're going to get volunteer judges to go down and work pro bono. No, you, what, what, no well, what? It's going to take. Joe, is it's, that it's, not a, a good investment? It, it, it's, well, I think that's a good okay. investment. Okay, all right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it's going to take judges, a huge investment? Then, then let's let's hear this. Let's have this uh, put forward as legislation and and in a, in a way that is that is practical and feasible. And uh, uh, let's go forward with it. All right. It could be done, but see what I've come to find is solutions are actually not wanted. Whenever you have solutions such as fish, the solution lies in Alaska. Historically, huge fish runs. They have now taught Russians how to stock the fish runs with native fish, and they've fished us into price-breaking the fishermen. I listened to the Dylan show a few weeks ago, and he had an expert fisherman on that explained this greatly. And we have poo-pooed this in Washington as they're not native if they're from a hatchery, even though they are actually the identical same species, and they come back in record numbers. So we don't want solutions, Joe. We want to perpetuate problems for the sake of control. And that is proven over and over and over. You have a solution, it gets poo-pooed. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know that uh, technology has a solution to every problem, but it does uh, solve some. But I think the the goal is to do what we can to restore native fish runs, the the traditional and the the historical fish runs. Um, 
I, I don't know enough about it. I would think that fish, that hatchery fish would, would suffice, would, would, as long as they come back and do what fish do, that makes sense to me. But, uh, all right. Thanks, uh, Rich. I, and I, I, I disagree that nobody wants solutions, but people do have different ideas about uh, what solutions will work. But let's go to Michael in Linden. Hi, Michael. Joe, how are you today? I'm doing well. You know, what Rich is talking about is hitting us here locally, right, in Whatcom County. Okay. And we don't have to look any farther than the homeless encampment on the Guide Meridian that the Sheriff's Department just raided, where they found guns, drugs, enough drugs to kill every member, you know, every citizen in Whatcom County. Well, in Bellingham, anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bellingham. And of course, the name of the person is Vasquez Martinez. I don't think that has anything to do with anything, but. They also found forty six thousand dollars in cash. Right. Yeah, I know. There's a guy living in on a homeless encampment. Yeah. Well, because they are all tax funded and Democrat sponsored. What? They are tax funded. All those people out there in that homeless encampment are getting an EBT card. They're getting some kind of benefit. Okay. Well. And let's look what Democrats have done. They legalized drugs. So they defunded the police. They've released criminal inmates early because of COVID, but only after sending them a stimulus check. Okay. Okay. Now they promote needle exchange programs. And don't forget, we have the Biden-Harris administration safe smoking and injection kits that they're sending out at taxpayer expense. So you can't tell me Democrats aren't trying to turn every city into a ghetto. You can just look at Seattle. Do you think you that's? Do you think? Do you seriously think that? Do you, do you seriously think that's the goal here, Michael? That yeah. they and want to turn the cities, they want to turn our our community into a ghetto. Absolutely, they are. Well, well what what what, what Seattle, do they get out of that? What's what's the hey, what? It's what Democrats have done for every black community? Oh, in brother! Any major large Democrat city. Okay. Name a ghetto that exists in a large Republican state or in a large Republican city. They're all managed by Democrats. Baltimore, Chicago, Atlanta. You know, these the, the places political are, parties have nothing to do with the, the people. Political Democrats say they're going to do something for them, and they don't. They just po- they just make the money for doing. It. Well, what would Republicans do, say, in in a city like Chicago that has a has a sprawling poverty and uh, historical poverty, and and you know that is suffered primarily or more uh, proportionately, I should say, by minority populations in those cities. What would Republicans do? Would they spend more? Would they? Would they? How would they? How would they deal with that? That uh, would be more we effective saw, than Democrats. We saw what would happen, Joe? We saw what would happen under the Trump administration. What? Prices became lower. Gas prices became lower. We had the first ever, the only reduction in opioid overdose deaths in our nation's history hmm. under the Trump administration with the Remain in Mexico policy. It would save countless American lives that wouldn't be dying from fentanyl if we secured that border. All right, Michael. Well, I will... I'll see you on the campaign trail for, for you know who. I know I know we will, but uh, thanks for your call. Let's go to Kirk in Ferndale. Hi, Kirk. Hi, Kirk. You there? You there? Kirk, are you on the line there? On the line there. I'm hearing myself I'm back, hearing on, uh, back on the... I'm going to put you on hold for just a moment. Uh... Kirk, are you there? Kirk, are you there? No. 
We'll go back to Kirk in just a moment. We'll take a quick break and be back with more in just a sec. Well, before we go, let's go to John and Blaine. Hey, John. Are hey, Joe. Hey, John. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, gotcha. I'm here. Okay. So um, how much money do you think the United States government is paying? Um, they estimate, depending on who you want to talk to, um, including the ones that didn't get caught, close to 9 million illegal aliens. Okay? Mm-hmm. Where are they getting their money to live? Where are they getting the money for all the places they're staying? Who is it through? It's through the government. So let's just say instead of putting, giving the money to the illegal aliens, and the key word here, Joe, is illegal aliens, okay? okay? They were not asked to come into our country. They snuck in or they forced their way into our country, and now we're paying for it. We're giving them food stamps. We're giving them places to live, on and on and on and on. Okay. Well, so but, but John, no, 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 no. Wait, someone who wait, wait, someone who is not money. a legal resident is not eligible for food stamps or those kinds of programs. They uh, can't. Okay, you got me there. But we're, okay, who's taking care of them then? Where are they getting their money? Well, it's I'm sure it's all over the board. I mean, you see some that hang out outside home improvement stores looking for work, or so, others no, no, no. getting getting they, hired they're here not even or there. To be working, Joe. Well, I know, but they are. They, I mean, we've okay, had. Joe. I mean, this goes back. If you recall, ah. there was, you know, George W. Bush. High, you know, one of his um, cabinet initial picks for cabinet. I think, I think he picked her to be like labor secretary or something. If my my memory serves correctly, and it turned out she had hired people who were undocumented to work in her at her home and it sank her nomination for her cabinet position and so this is something that's been going on for a long time and a lot of a lot of people have been involved in this but right but we're talking about today where we've got let's just say over seven million illegal aliens in this country in just two years two and a half years right where uh, what when Joe good old Joe loads them up on a bus and sends them off somewhere, who's paying for all that? Well, we pay to, to yeah when they're in within uh, custody of the United States government. Sure, taxpayers. Pay. How much? Yeah, how much do you think that costs? I don't know right offhand. Do you have a number? No, I ain't okay. smart enough. Okay. <laughs> but so, I'm sure right. it's and not I'm cheap. Not, I'm not stupid, but, uh, but math is not my thing. Okay. The point I'm making is, is I guarantee you with the money that's wasted in this country the, the, the and, and dealing with the illegal aliens, and again, I use the word illegal aliens, and I'm not a racist. Don't anybody ever think I'm a racist? I'm a Christian. Christians can't be racist because if you got the Holy Ghost, you cannot hate somebody. You cannot hate a person because of the color of their skin because God created all racist creeds and colors in this nation, okay? okay? A true Christian cannot be a racist. Anyhow, all right, if we took all that money and used it to get judges down there and went through and, and made sure that the people that are coming in for asylum are really coming in for asylum, that would cut down on a lot of the problems probably. Okay, all right. But right now, it's just for all joke. If you don't believe me, why don't you get on an airplane or a car, and why don't you go down to the border in and, and Texas and uh, Arizona and walk along and look it over and okay. tell me it's not a free-for-all. Okay. Well, I I don't have I've time to do that, but I lived in Phoenix for a few years back in the 90s, and I mean, I saw I saw my share of guys sleeping on in you know, parks and and whatnot, and I, I think a number nine of them million were people, Joe. All right, all right. Well, nine million we, people uh, in two uh, years, Joe. In two years, okay. 
uh, after there were in none, two years. there were none for four years. Now nine million. I don't no, know. No, if those no, no, okay. no. Never in the history that I know of did we ever get that many at that short a time. But John, let me ask that you: I know as of. as a Christian sure. man, and you know people, you know, and there are there are some ne'er do wells, obviously that uh, that are among those who cross the border illegally. I won't deny that. Right. But when you see people who are suffering, regardless of where they're from, shouldn't they be welcomed? And I'm just asking you this. You know, just just asking. Yes, Joe, uh, I agree. Should they, should they be but welcome? The, the should they be helped? Should or how do or should we help them in legal. their native countries? Well, or how do we how do we deal with that problem? Because it is our problem because it comes to our doorstep. Legal. It comes to legal, our doorstep, Joe, though. Legal. Okay. All right, John. <laughs> we'll we'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We want to hear from you. Whatever is on your mind. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. Back in a moment. Attention, homeowners. This is John Barron from Barron Heating, AC, Electrical, and Plumbing. And I'm Brad Barron, CEO with some exciting news. Barron is offering free precision tune-ups and 50% off service memberships to homeowners. As a family-owned and operated business for over 50 years, we strive to be just that, a family you can count on. The areas we serve are growing fast, and the call for HVAC, electrical, and plumbing has never been higher. The Barron Technician School helped us grow to over 30 licensed HVAC service technicians, ready to help 24-7. Our strength and trades partnerships paved the way to Barron's new up front pricing. Our customers can now easily weigh their options that meet their budget. Our commitment remains the same, improving lives in our community. If you called us over the past three years and we are at capacity, please know we were as disappointed as you. Because of this, we're offering a free precision tune-up and 50% off service memberships to new customers now through September 30th, just to give us another try. Baron Heating, AC, Electrical, and Plumbing. Our mission, improving lives. The City of Bellingham and their partner agencies are committed to protecting mobility for all on our city streets. This year, please make a commitment to avoid distracted driving and travel with care to protect the students, pedestrians, and cyclists that are sharing the streets with you. When my kids leave for school each day, I remind them to be safe, to look both ways before crossing the street, to cross at crosswalks. But they're kids, and I know they can make mistakes. That's why I'm thankful for all the drivers who set aside distractions, respect the speed limit, and look out for pedestrians, especially the little ones. You make Bellingham even better when you travel with care. Learn more about Bellingham's Travel with Care campaign by visiting the City of Bellingham online at cob.org and search for Protecting Mobility for All. Together, with your help, we can keep everyone on our city streets safe. Welcome aboard. Oh, thank you. Did I just step into a Dreamliner? Airport or Shuttle's new luxury motor coaches surprise even seasoned travelers. Have to admit, I'm kind of blown away here. Loads of legroom, LED ceiling lighting, tiered theater seating, and three-point seat belts. Save on fuel and parking. Enjoy a quieter, more productive, and swanky cool ride to SeaTac Airport. Visit airporter.com, airporter.com, and ride today. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Thursday, a lively discussion over immigration. And let's go to Eric in Ferndale. Hi, Eric. You and Rich were going back and forth, and you brought up the cost of what it was going to, okay. about adding judge or, you know, uh-huh. new judges and stuff down there. And the, the last caller kind of touched on it a little bit, too, but... You know, what's it going to cost 
the taxpayers to support all these illegal aliens, illegal immigrants, for the next however many decades until they die um, or, you know, whatever. I mean, they, they, they get services. Not I'm sure not all of them. Some of them manage to get by without it, but, you know, there's health care. Some of the I've heard some of the some politicians want to give them health cards so they can get free health care. So who's paying for that? We are. When well, I think when, the assumption too is that they just lay around and don't do anything and just consume. Which uh, well, I mean, they've got to have some sort of income, and uh, I mean, you yeah, know, they, they can't they, they have, can't just go down to the you know the the you know the government office and apply for food stamps or welfare or those types of things and uh they have to find a way to survive so they then find jobs employment uh, and and if they're if they're not documented they're working illegally yes but then they uh, by earning some money and spending that money the way we all do then i'm i'm just making this argument that i'm not saying that it's a it's a it's a uh uh, uh overall benefit but that they are then paying into the economy you know what I mean? If Joe, yeah, you're just assuming that they're going to go out and get jobs and do everything and, and not lay around. I mean, I think it's safe to say that a significant amount of them are drug dealers and so forth and are, are just out to do crime and, you know, that's how they make their living. Not all of them, of course. I mean, that was the first thing you said, that you're assuming that they're all drug dealers and everything, and that's I'm not, but... A lot of them are, and a lot of them are here just to take advantage of uh, our okay. Okay. being nice to them. Okay. I think that the other thing, I think that uh, that convicted killer that was out, out loose for two weeks, I believe he was, I could be mistaken, but I believe he was an illegal alien. I haven't followed immigrant. that close enough to, but yeah, I know he was trying to get either to Canada or Mexico. Yeah, Canada, but and also say uh, New York was in the news a while back, complaining about their immigration thing. You know, they had a hotel that they were putting all the immigrants in. So we have illegal immigrants coming to the United States, checking into a hotel on the taxpayers' dime, while we have U.S. citizens, many of whom are military veterans, that are sleeping on the street. Meanwhile, the Illegal aliens get a free pass, and I believe uh, the mayor of New York was saying that was could be into the a billion dollar a year endeavor to to deal with all those illegal aliens. So there's you can verify that number, but pretty sure that's what they were talking about. So, uh, yeah, and it would be a it would be, everybody a pass okay. because they claim they're here for asylum. I I, I just don't see it working forever. I mean, okay. you know, how many trillions of dollars are we in debt? It's just, you know, okay. Uh, I don't know what it is. All right, so Eric. All right. I don't see it working, but thanks, Joe. Yeah, thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Let's go to Steve in Ferndale. Hi, Steve. Hello, Joe, and I promise not to talk over you. Okay. Okay, no problem. <laughs> you know, people say, well, the people, I'm just calling about the term, just the term illegal alien. Alien makes it sound like they're Klingons and illegal Makes it sound like they're not legitimate human beings. So I think, well, a lot of people would say a documented worker instead. But I suggest instead of illegal aliens, why don't we start calling them something else that's completely true with asylum-seeking Christian refugees. 
because all these guys are Christians, you know. And uh, they're here, and the ones that are here have all applied for asylum. And while they're waiting for their asylum hearing, which takes forever because there's not enough resources, they're allowed to stay in the country. So there's nothing illegal about them, in fact. Also, I have read that since Joe Biden became president, those attempting to cross the border have dropped by 70 percent. Did you read that? Um, yeah, I've, I've seen so much, uh, so there's, there's a lot of conflicting, it seems numbers out there, but yeah, you know, I did find this graph here. Um, expulsions from the U S have gone up sharply under actually under Biden, uh, from where uh-huh. they were under Trump. Now, I guess the argument could be made that there were fewer, uh, uh, undocumented people here in the country or being allowed to get across the border to where they would be encountered and then sent back. But I don't know. I don't know what the the deal is. Uh, I think the idea that the uh, well, I just I just don't agree that there's necessarily a crisis at the border. I know it's an issue we need to deal with. I think it's a serious issue. It's a humanitarian issue, but I think we need. It to, is a hum- and and I agree with you. I guess that we we shouldn't. We need to can remember that these are human beings that we're talking about, and and there are you know if they're if they they've committed crimes or they are. Have our, our you know, <laughs> we don't want them if they're you know that that type of thing. But I, I yeah, but I think we need to to uh, kind of chill our rhetoric a little bit about them. But I I think so too, and it's important to remember. Good point, Joe. And it's important to remember that the estimate is at least half the people who are in this country illegally they didn't take across the border or try to do that. They uh, came here on vacation. They got off a plane. They came here on vacation. And they just never left. No. And a, and mo- and most of those people are white. Or they're from Europe. Tons of Irish. Uh, they call them. Uh, un- there's tons of Irish people in this country that aren't supposed to be here, and from all over Europe. People. Most people here illegally just didn't overstayed their visa, or they came here on vacation and never left. And you know, of course. As, as everybody says, why are you going after the people, like like you say, that are hanging out at Lowe's looking for a day job, when you should be going after the people that employ them? Because if nobody was giving these guys work, then what would the problem be? Nobody goes after the employers that employ them. And right. I think that's the people you need to look at. All Thanks right. for your time, Joe. All right. Appreciate the call. And we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Got other folks on the line. We'll get to them and to you. 360-676-5464. This is Steve Jostens from Hinton, Chevrolet, and Linden. Fall's definitely here. School is now in session, and it's the perfect time to schedule that overdue service while you enjoy the free massage chair here at the dealership. We are dedicated to great customer service, no matter where the other guy set the bar. Hinton, Chevrolet, doing business with a tradition of trust since 1947. Located on the guide in Linden, across from McDonald's, or online at HintonMotors.com. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. 
You need a job? Go to HireMeWad.com. HireMeWad.com is Cascade Radio Group's hyper-local job board. It's free and easy to use. Just go to HireMeWad.com for the latest job openings and offers. You can apply right there. HireMeWad.com is available 24 hours a day. Check back often. New jobs are posted frequently. Don't see what you want? Post your resume and let prospective employers find you. HireMeWad.com, the go-to job board for Northwest Washington. HireMeWA.com, your new job awaits. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Harness the power of the sun, reduce your carbon footprint, and save on your energy bills. You can now go solar with West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. That we are, and we go to Tim in Burlington. Well, we lost Tim, so let's go to Tim in Everson. Hi, Tim. Yeah, hey, Joe. Uh, first of all, I did get my Chicago Joe's certificate today. Oh, good. We, they're all sold out, unfortunately, if you didn't get there. So each uh, Thursday morning, 8 o'clock, we have a new uh PNW Perks at pnwperks.com. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad okay. they got it, uh, Tim. Touching on your previous caller's phone call, uh-huh. uh, I hired a couple of illegal immigrants at one point in time. This was about 20 years ago. Okay. And the government come knocking at my door. And I showed them photocopies of the documentation that I had. And their only response was, boy, they're getting good at this. Uh So don't just assume that people are hiring people willy-nilly, paying them cash under the table. These guys spoke pretty darn good English. Uh, And they ended up getting in trouble, and that's why they came knocking at my door. Uh But just don't assume that somebody is – the government gives you things that you can accept for ID. These are what they look like. You photocopy them off. You keep them on file. I did that. It was no harm to me, really, except I lost a couple employees. Uh, but, you know, I looked up the other day. I I, I want to say it was the Center uh, of Immigration Studies of who, of what cities in the U.S. are. I didn't know if, if Bellingham or Whatcom County were sanctuary cities. Uh-huh. And, yeah, Whatcom County is. I mean, it's amazing how much of Washington and Oregon are. I mean, if you scroll through the states, they pretty much beat out everybody, except I think Pennsylvania has an awful lot of them. So if Republicans ever do take control of stuff, uh, I would imagine, and when I say control of stuff, I mean on a federal level, I would imagine that this 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 problem is going to come a lot closer to home, well, and maybe people will see it a little bit differently. Well, I think the the issue of sanctuary, quote unquote, sanctuary city or sanctuary community, what have you, is um, it's 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 a term that's broadly used, and it but it and it's I think misunderstood in many ways. I mean. As far as law enforcement, 
uh, many law enforcers say they won't. What it refers to is th- that local law enforcement not cooperating f- with um, with uh, federal uh, agencies on immigration status of people they encounter. Because the local law enforcement's concern is that people in those communities won't contact them if there are crimes being committed uh, against them or others in the community if they fear that uh, there's going to be this, uh, you know, the feds swooping in and, and deporting people. And, and so they want those people because they have to, you know, those are people are in their communities who they serve just like anybody else. And uh, so that's at the root of the idea, the concept of sanctuary, not that, you know, hey, you know, federal, you know, basically the federal agencies have to do their own legwork and their own research, their own footwork to find people in those communities uh, rather than them being turned over by, say, a local sheriff or a police department. You know what I mean? And I, and I would agree 100 percent with everything you just said. But if I was an immigrant and I was here, not with papers, I don't know if you want to call them illegal or you want to get that, but uh, I would feel a lot more comfortable or safer in a in a sanctuary community. Yeah. So I'm just saying that I think I mean because from from what I've seen, I've from what I've seen, Chicago and New York, they they really can't handle much more. And if you think about the inclement weather there in the winters and with winter coming up, I, I just see, I can see this problem coming a lot closer to home than, than what it is currently. All right. All right. Thanks, okay. Tim. Appreciate, yeah. appreciate your perspective on this uh, from your, what your past experience. Let's go to John at Big Lake. Hi, John. Hello, Joe. Uh, you mentioned earlier how many millions would it take to control the border. Well, yeah. my question would be, how much will it cost if we do nothing? The second thing is, one of your callers mentioned dependence on public welfare. Mm-hmm. In Chicago, it's about 4% dads in black, poor homes. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> The incentive is there not to have a dad in the home. And when you say it's been going on for years, does that make it right? And I don't know that it's fair to say that that government assistance gives an incentive to not have a father in the home and that they're kicked out or that, hey, I'll leave you here with the kids and you'll be fine because the government will take care of you. I I don't think that's the mindset. I think. We're dealing with, you know, dealing. We're talking about, you know, in, you know, in extreme poverty in many of these cases. And well, I, I can go back to good old LBJ, and when his uh, great society was instituted, he was heard, and I'll use the N word as a euphemism. He said, "We will have." these people in our hands, meaning that once they're on welfare, they're not going to be a problem. They're just going to depend on the government, and they're going to vote for us, and that's the way it is. He said that. LBJ said that. Okay. And it's proven 
I I have not seen that quote, but well, I'll, I'll guess I'll try up, and Joe. try and find it. Okay. Well, All right. look it up. Okay. But, I, you, so you think that you think that he he pushed the for the Great Society as his programs, his social programs, in order to just uh, keep people dependent on the government and voting for his party. He subjugated millions of people by making them dependent on the government. But these were people prior. Who, or Joe, suffering. Joe, Joe yeah. prior to the Great Society, there was in black families roughly 85% parents, married parents in the home. Look at it today 4% in Chicago. Or, uh, I mean, the, the, the facts are right in front of you, Joe. Okay, look well, it I'll, up. I'll look, I, I'm not lying. <laughs> I'll look it up, John. That, I'll, I, I, I'll look it up. That's all I can say on that. Real quick, thanks, John. I appreciate your call. Let's go to Rich over on Orcas Island. Hi, Rich. Hi, Joe. I've uh, been listening to your show for a long time. used to be Rich in Ferndale, but I now live over in Orcas. Okay. <laughs> the start of your show today was uh, you made – Light of the fact that Hunter had an indictment uh, for the gun, uh, for uh-huh. false reporting of his case. And to me, that's the problem. I'm a Second Amendment supporter, not a radical about it or nothing. I believe I don't mind guns getting registered. I'm not, I'm not worried about the government coming uh-huh. and all my properties and guns. But the problem isn't. Like you made light of that, you feel safer, or are we safer with him not, you know, being indicted? The problem is, everyone that breaks the law in order to get the gun, we need to do something about it and take action and have penalty for it. Because as a group, the more and more people that are allowed to get the guns and have the guns and use them, uh, that's where we need to make the stop at. Not making more new laws. We need to have. Uh, use the laws that we have and you know because most like drug dealers and stuff they have guns right so mm-hmm. um to make light, i just felt like you made light of the fact well, that i guess i can i kind of am i mean and i'm not saying that you know, because hunter biden was apparently caught or prosecutors say he was caught it, it, you know violating this law okay the law is on the books he should be prosecuted for it i'm not saying he shouldn't but it just it, it I mean, how many people are are actually penal? You know, are prosecuted under this law? And you brought up a good point. I mean, you could have straw men for you know drug cartels, what have you, going in and buying guns. Who knows what they were doing the night before? They're not being tested. I mean, we don't have any way to know. They're signing that form and saying, "No, I don't right, use well, that, drugs." That, that, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that's beside the point, though. Is is, well, is I mean, what about that? Because it's the law is the one that should be in effect, and that it shouldn't be, you know, this or that. It's just, that's the law, right? So everybody. Should well, be that's my to point. It. Is maybe we should maybe we should drug test everybody who buys a gun. Uh, then if if that's yeah, I'm, if that's I'm fine the, with that. okay, all right. Well, I have, I have no problem. But I just feel like you made light of the fact that you know, like it was not going to make a difference, and it might not make a difference. Although I wouldn't want to be within a mile if you had a gun, no matter what, you know. Yeah, not so, responsible well, I, I gun owner, agree. but yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, if somebody's but, high on whatever. But, but we need to. The problem is we need to enforce the rules we have for everybody okay. and make them evenly uh, handed. And he may have well have been called out because he is who he is. Right. I'm not doubting that, but it's still 
everybody has to go by the same rules, and we need to enforce the rules. So we don't have all these people getting guns that aren't, aren't deserve, you know, that don't have the right to have them. Uh-huh. Okay. And maybe maybe it would turn around other than having new laws or somebody wanting to take my guns away. Yeah. Uh, you know. So okay. anyway, well, I appreciate it, Rich. Definitely. Right. Uh, and I think we agree on more than we disagree on for sure. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Uh, Michelle's been holding on forever. We'll get to her in just a moment. And you as well here on KGMI Connects. Tandoori Bites will send you on a journey with the smells, decor, and music of a real trip overseas. You'll be amazed with fresh, flavorful, authentic Indian food made to order. The unique, one-of-a-kind menu items are sure to delight your taste buds with over 100 different options to choose from, including oven fresh naan roti made to order, tender butter chicken, and succulent baked tandoori meats. Plus, plenty of vegetarian and halal options as well. Hear what their customers have to say. Best authentic Indian food I've ever eaten. Super healthy. I could eat this every day. I thought I didn't like Indian food, but it turns out I just never had good Indian food. Tandoori Bites has a full bar with full cocktails, Indian beer, and wine. Their drink selection will challenge your imagination. Using fresh fruits like guava and lychee into colorful drinks you're sure to enjoy. Tandoori Bites, Bellingham's best-kept secret, offering full catering services, takeout, and delivery. Located at 505 32nd Street in Bellingham, just behind REI, or at tandoorybites.us. Daddy, where does milk come from? Well, sweetie, the milk we drink comes from these cows. Oh, I mean, where are the cows raised? Do they have grass and room to be like cows and run around? Well, honey, some cows live with a bunch of their friends on local family farms. Wondering where your food comes from? Find out during the Whatcom County Farm Tour, a free self-guided tour of the bounty that we call home here in Whatcom County on Saturday, September 16th from 10 to 4. Explore Whatcom County's diverse family-owned farms and the rich agricultural history of Washington's northwest corner of paradise, all with a backdrop of stunning Mount Baker. Plus, there'll be fun activities for the whole family with several farm stands and food trucks serving local fare at some farm locations. Go green! Sign up to join Bike Northwest for a farm tour ride through the countryside. Don't miss this annual tour of Whatcom County's farms in action during September Eat Local Month. Get your map, plan your trip online at sustainableconnections.org. Do you know a group or individual in our community that works tirelessly to make a difference? Dedicated to Service wants to give them a special shout-out on the air. Email the details to dedicated at cascaderadiogroup.com. Dedicated to Service, brought to you by Nieder House of Luxury, Whatcom County's premier jewelry store, with over 45,000 unique pieces to choose from in their online store, and over 1,500 beautiful choices in-store. Nieder House of Luxury, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's Back Patio. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrate USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Oh, we got a number of folks to get to, but uh, let's start with Michelle. She's been holding on. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, just a couple of quick points before I talk about the police raid on the homeless uh, encampment uh, behind Walmart. Um, my phone's been buzzing like crazy today with people uh, trying to contact me. 
I'm sitting in a gas station, actually two gas stations a lot, off Interstate 80 in Nebraska, and the price of gas is 337 and 342, and that is uh, 10% ethanol. It's pretty amazing. And um, second of all, on a national news program this morning, I saw that Bellingham was cited among four uh, exploding homeless areas. Now, I don't know how accurate this is, but I'm just telling you what the national program had. Bellingham had a 4.7 homeless increase, and I assume that's year over year. And um, that was shocking. And then third, um, uh, you know, my friend Jason called and said he just got back from a trip to Iowa, and he was just so pleasantly, um, you know, saw how how there was almost there were no tents at all, and almost no homeless people in Des Moines, Iowa, which is an educated city, very comparable to Seattle. And um, he couldn't believe how beautiful it was compared to Seattle. Okay, my point about the the main thing I called about was um, I didn't hear the first 20 minutes of the show, but um, the uh, police, uh, thank God for our police in Bellingham, they – uh, the word raided was used in a media uh, uh, Cairo report I saw. Uh, the the homeless encampment, I call them drug encampments, but anyway, okay. the homeless encampment behind Walmart, which of course is so bad they won't let uh, police go in there without four police and also four canine officers, so they need eight officers, including four animals. And um, anyway, uh, the Cairo headline said, um, uh, enough fentanyl uh, seized in Bellingham raid to kill the entire city of Bellingham. Right. Yeah. And we, I did we, look we, that we, up. we reported that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Did you report that? Well, good. Yeah. But I think that's. I don't know if you've talked about it on the show, but I think that is a fabulous development for our police. Thank you, police. God bless you, police. You're doing our city a great, great service. I want to, pers- as Lady Law, I want to personally thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing this and for finally cracking down on all this drug addicted criminality. And I hope we continue and I hope we can somehow save our city and save our state from all this chaos. All right. Um, what do you think, Joe? Well, I I think absolutely. I think that's laudable. I and uh, I mean we've been reporting on these uh, kinds of raids, and the, our local law enforcement has been hard at work on this this issue. Um, yes. I, I the thing that concerns me is that uh, okay, there was enough to kill Bellingham in this one raid. Uh, how much else is out there? That's what's concerning. I think, yes. too. But I know yeah. it's it's right. very concerning. Thanks, Michelle. Thank all right, have, and safe travels, definitely. Let's go to Doug in Birch Bay. Hi, Doug. Hi, Joe. Yeah, when you, you were talking about sanctuary cities, a thought just came to mind. Like, suppose we have a U.S. citizen who's running a drug lab, you know, make, making methamphetamine or something like that, and, and uh, somebody steals some of his drugs. Do you think he's going to call the police? Uh, not not generally no i i've seen a story or two about that here every once in a while but not yeah probably not likely should we make it easier for him you know so that he can call the police um i i'm trying i i'm not really following what your point is though i'm well you said that sanctuary cities these people the police don't cooperate 
because they want illegal aliens to be free to call the police. They want people in those communities to, to yes, to cooperate with local law enforcement to to further their their mission, which is to battle crime in every community that's within within their uh, jurisdiction. So that's the idea behind it. It's not to uh, protect anyone per se, but to uh, to let people in the, those communities know that uh, they won't be you know, that that is not part of uh, what they'll be. They won't be investigated for uh, immigration crimes if they come and say, hey, I was uh, I was assaulted. I was attacked. I was robbed. I was uh, my family was, um, you know, someone in my family was assaulted or, you know, I mean, this, this, that's the that's what uh, the thinking is there, according to the law enforcement that I've talked to. Right. Well, maybe we should put out that message, but uh but still cooperate with the uh, federal authorities to try and uh, get a grip on illegal aliens. And then, well, maybe we and it doesn't mean that federal authorities. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean that federal authorities can't come into and and do their job in those communities. But just that, if if local law enforcement shows up to help people, that that's not going to be part of their what they're there for. That they won't be. You know, but why not? Well, they're shouldn't not they federal employees, the and they shouldn't and they be enforcing the law. The, they're not. The, the, okay. I, I don't know that they have to enforce federal law. I mean, I, well, I don't. Doesn't I, it make sense that the states would cooperate with the federal government? All right. Well, I mean, we're the United okay. States, right? We have a federal government, right? Okay. Doesn't right. make sense. Okay. Well, I, okay. I, I get your point, Doug. All right. And real quick, uh, just a couple of minutes left here. Let's go to Jim over in San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Yeah, I wasn't going to call in, but, you know, I was just, just listening today, and, and uh, I'm disappointed with the two riches uh, saying that we should be drug tested. That's a very unconservative uh, way to be treating uh, people who haven't done anything wrong yet, and I just think that's a real mistake to open that door. It's your body. It's personal. Uh, I I spent a whole lot of personal capital uh, protesting the mandates because they wanted to stick a needle in my arm with, with experimental drugs. So, um, you know, that's something that's a hot topic for me. And, and, and don't you people out there be promoting, uh, people being drug tested when they haven't done anything wrong yet? I would say that that's a pretty radical, yeah, I, uh, uh, I guess, um, proposal to drug test every American just to drug test them and then take things away from them if they're t- doing drugs that seems that's pr- that's pretty drastic and that it talk about control of a population yeah I, yeah yes you're I talking mean, about giving control uh, uh, to uh, of the, the government having control of knowing what your DNA looks like and what your blood is like and but, and you know but then my point or, was with, uh, with you know with if there's a law in the books that says you can't buy a gun, if you are a drug user, an illegal drug user, how does anybody know if you're an illegal drug user? I mean, if you walk into a, a gun store, how how do how do they know you're an illegal drug user if you're not tested for those illegal drugs? They don't know, and no, they don't know. And I mean, the, the only reason we know about Hunter Biden is, and I would be curious to know how many people have ever been prosecuted under this law. I mean. Come on, I, I, I mean, this, this, this thing he's going through right now is just a red herring. What, what should happen is the IRS should be interested in him, well, because and, of and all they, the millions that he's received, and they and, are, and, and yeah. given. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, that's 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 the big one. This thing is this thing is not the real the real problem. I would I would I guess I would go along with that, and that's my point too. I guess is and, and that I mean it's a law in the books as as I said with our earlier caller Rich on Orcus that uh, you know it's a law that's on the books and uh, so he should be prosecuted under that law like right. anybody else, right. but. It just seems like a law that is just thrown, you know, just thrown up there as a some kind of feel good thing. But how do you enforce it? I mean, then you have to test somebody to know what kind of drugs they're on or what kind of drugs they've taken recently. To... Or they have to get arrested for using or selling drugs, and then boom, you got them. And yeah, then, then yeah. It's, I suppose yeah. there, then it's an extra penalty they could, you know. Another, right. they could book them on. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Jim, I appreciate your thoughts and everyone's thoughts here on KG Mike Connects. We're out of time today, but we'll be back tomorrow. Wrap up this week with another lively conversation. That's for darn sure. Appreciate everybody who called today and hope you have a great rest of your Thursday.